all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. How to get to heaven? What must we do to get to heaven? Is it what we feel like we should be doing? Is it about works? How do we get to heaven? Is it anything that we have to do ourselves to get to heaven? Hmm. I want you to uh, listen to something. First, this is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, the Body of Christ, Real Talk. How's everybody doing? Hello, everyone. How you doing today? I thank you for being on my show. I thank you. Welcome for listening to my show, not being on my show. Maybe one day I'll have a show that I can have people on here, but I'm not into that right now. I just love the audio part of it. But thank you for being on my show, okay? I thank you for my listeners, the ones in Southern and Northern California and all my other ones in Chicago and all around. I thank you all. I'll give you all a hand. God bless you all. Thank you. Let me give yourselves a hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I thank you for my little clapping, my little audience, my play audience there. <laughs> okay, thank you all. I want to talk about something, but first of all, I just want to thank you all. I really appreciate you guys, you all giving me a, your ear to listen to my podcast. This is my No Subject Subject Podcast. Welcome to my No Subject Subject Podcast, where I just talk about a few different things, a few different topics that I think is important. And uh, one topic I want to get into before I get into other topics, I'm going to talk about different things. And this is called also my ranting and my little rambling, little episodes of Body of Christ Real Talk, you know, and, uh, and I just want to get into certain things. And, uh, you know, and uh, what I want you to want you all to listen to right now, and I get this off of YouTube, I just happened to uh, run into it. And it's this young brother, you know, in Christ, uh, Daddy, I think he's 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 a he's a really humble, pretty young, you know, pretty uh well-worded young man, you know. And I, I I see different. If I if I listen to someone on YouTube or even Facebook, I listen to what they are saying. I listen how biblically correct they are. Now, what I mean by that, I'm not saying they say everything right, and I'm not saying they agree with me and everything, because I might, I don't want to be so much of a judge and criticize someone that don't believe or don't interpret 
the word of God the way I do and everything, you know, because, you know, some people need to grow and some people just need, just have a different interpretation. I'm not saying that I'm right all the time. I'm not saying that they wrong all the time or I'm wrong or they're saying that they're right. But I just believe and listen to my brothers in Christ. They are my part of my brothers in Christ. So it has nothing to do with that. I'm going to, if you're saying something that's really relevant and you're saying something that's making sense or you got something that you out there, I'm going to put it on my podcast and I'm sure you don't mind. Because you got it on YouTube, you got it on YouTube in a visual, I believe I can put it on the audio on my podcast, and I like to give others a play in their interpretation how to feel about certain things. This young man, I have listened, I have listened to him before, he's a critical thinker, and I like him, it's another young man, I forget this guy's name, but it's another man named Alan Parr that I like listening to, too, he's another critical thinker, you know, and he's a, he's very well spoken, and everything like that, and he's, he gets in the word very deep and everything, I listen to those guys, Not they're not regulars, you know, and we don't agree all the time, we never even met each other, but I'm just saying, if they're teaching on something that's just really making sense, with truth, not only making sense, but with truth, I'm going to put them on my podcast, you know, and I'm going to let you listen to them. Okay, without further word, this young man is going to be doing something. He's going to, it's about, uh, you heard of Catelyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner. Now, you heard of Bruce Jenner. He was one of the great Olympians, you know, he done a lot of triathlons and different things like that, pole throwing or whatever. Uh, you know, great patriot, great, you, you know, great American, you know, you know, as far as that. I believe he still is, but he's just a little confused right now. And I just think he needs prayer. I think he's really humble, but I just think he's confused. And I have no hate for this man at all. And I kind of feel for him. I just wish he could really get saved. But this is, uh, I'm going to talk about that later on one of my uh, topics and everything. This probably be about. Okay, I'm going to let you all know. Probably be about 35 to 40 minutes because I want to talk about different topics because these topics I'm talking about is very important for the body of Christ, for unbelievers, and for our body of Christ, which is believers, young and old, and unbelievers. You know, my main thing is always for salvation and for you to be saved and then come to the knowledge of the truth. Salvation is the number one thing. But first thing I want to talk about is this subject. I'm going to get into this subject, and I'm going to spend some time on it and just talk about different things pertaining to this subject. And this young man, I got this video. It's about 8 minutes and 50 seconds long, 8 minutes and 50 seconds long, of Kathleen Jenner and her interpretation of not so much getting to heaven, of trying to please God in a way to get to heaven, I believe. You know, I don't want to mis misquote her or anything like that, or him. He's still a him to me. You know, I don't care if you, you're kind of mixed up and you're thinking you a woman or a woman thinking you're a man. You were created and you was born a man or a woman, and you still would be a man to me if I was there. But I'm not here to judge you on that. I just want to give this as an example of how many people think, you know, and their interpretation, how by they feel, it's the way to get closer to God or the way to get in heaven or well, how God is going to choose them. And then this young man going to give a great, I believe, well, I'm not going to say great, but a good, a good comment, you know, a breakdown and his comments of what he thinks uh, uh, Kathleen uh, Jenner is saying. And then I'm going to give my comment and I'm going to get in another topic. So right now, without further ado, I forgot this young man's name. I'm sorry, but I'll get it later and I'll put it out there on the post on my podcast. This is Catlin Jenner. This is a young man, a minister, that's going to explain, going to be talking about Catlin Jenner, about her opinion uh, on the way she thinks she can get to heaven or get closer to God. Here it is. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
So yesterday, I randomly came across a clip of Caitlyn Jenner tearing up, talking about hoping to get into heaven and what it would be like to stand before God. And now when I saw this clip, I knew that I just had to talk about this one. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Let's go ahead and start the clip. Um, and so my whole life, I struggled with this issue. Um, I snuck around. Uh, I wasn't honest with myself. A lot of times not honest with other people. Um, and that all changed. Um, when I finally had my final conversation with God, discussed with all my children, but the last thing I had to do was sit down with my pastor. Because if anybody has any issues in their life that they're struggling, and everybody does, everybody's got stuff they have to deal with. And if they have any faith in their soul whatsoever, they sit there and they go, God, why'd you do this? Why is this issue for me of identity in my head 24 hours a day, every day, 365 days out of the year? You can't take two asthma, get plenty of sleep, wake up the next morning, and you're fine. It's just always there. It's who you are. But why? And so this question was always in my heart. And sitting, I, I sat down with my pastor. And you know what? I thought, is there a reason for this? Am I doing the right thing? Do I need to come out and make a difference in probably the most marginalized community in the world? After long thought, I said, you know what? At this point in my life, my kids are raised, everybody's fine. Maybe it's time I take care of myself. Because when that day comes and you go up to the pearly gates and you're walking up the stairs and you're seeing God in front of you, and he just asked that question, did I do a good job? Did I do the right thing? And just hope he says, hey, come on in. I did a good job. So that's what my life's been about. I'm just trying to be myself, and I can be myself now. I couldn't do it before because I have too many secrets in my book, Secrets of My Life. I got all my secrets out. I have no secrets anymore. And I just wake up and be myself all day. Um, and But I, I still feel like I'm doing the right thing. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, and, and I think when I get up there that day, hopefully I'm in. Okay, so there was a lot there. And there's so many different things that I would love to discuss. But I've got to get on a flight in a couple of hours. So let's just talk about two of the things that stuck out to me the most. All right, so first off, no matter how you see the situation, gender dysphoria sounds like it would no doubt be a really hard thing to deal with. And you can see it in Caitlin's eyes. So I can for sure empathize with people who struggle with stuff like that. How Caitlin feels is honest. And I can tell it's something that would no doubt be hard to deal with. But the overall point being made in the video would go something like this. If I stay true to myself, I'll be doing the right thing. And if I do the right thing, then God would let me into heaven. So now with that in mind, let's go ahead and start with the first part of that statement. What we have here is something that I see in most people today, and even myself, because to me, one of the most important things that I valued was authenticity, and I saw it as one of the highest values that you could attain. I believe that as long as I was living life authentically and I was staying true to myself, then I was doing the right thing. So even though I did bad things from time to time, God would still accept me because 
because at the end of the day, I was just living life authentically and genuinely. But when I first got married, this started to cause problems in my marriage because I had no filter. Of course, this not only caused a lot of fights, but it made fights a lot harder to resolve because I was hurting my wife in the process. But this was still something that I didn't believe that I had to change because, again, I believe that being honest and authentic was the highest virtue and therefore, ultimately, I was still doing the right thing. And then one day, my best friend came over and he sat me down and he questioned me. He asked me why I would say these hurtful things to my wife sometimes. Now, of course, I told him that I was just being authentic and then he asked me why I felt like I had to be authentic all of the time. Now, to me, the question didn't even make sense because it seemed so obvious to me that the virtuous thing to do was just to be honest and authentic all of the time. And that's when he looked me in the eye and he said, a lot of the time, your authentic nature is your sinful nature. And when he said it, that stuck with me. It sounds wild, but I really actually never thought that way about it before because culture had always told me that being my authentic self was always a good thing. And when you think about it, most of the wrong things that we do, they feel authentic and like the right thing to do at the time when we do them. This is why self-control is a fruit of the spirit, because we all have an authentic self that's sinful and shouldn't be expressed, despite how strongly we feel it deep down inside. Now, there's one more thing that Caitlin said that I just got to talk about, and that's this. Because when that day comes and you go up to the pearly gates and you're walking up the stairs and you're seeing God in front of you and you just ask that question, did I do a good job? Did I do the right thing? And just hope he says, hey, come on in. I did a good job. Alright, let's remember the main point of the clip once again. It's roughly that if I stay true to myself, then I'll be doing the right thing, and therefore God will let me into heaven because I did the right thing. Now, we already talked about the first part of that, but now let's go ahead and talk about the last part. So in the clip, Caitlin talked about asking yourself if you did the right thing and hope God says, hey, come on in. Now, I can't blame Caitlin for thinking this way because that is one of the things that all of the religions in the world today have in common. They teach that if you do the right thing, then you'll be saved. So much of our life is structured this way that it's insanely counterintuitive to think otherwise and we all have a natural tendency towards this way of thinking and some of us will think that if we just follow all of the rules then god will let us into heaven and we'll be saved and some others of us might think that if we follow our hearts and we do what we believe is right then of course we'll be saved and more commonly for us millennials we tend to think that as long as we're being authentic and we have good intentions then we'll be saved but for those of us who believe in the bible and we've read it we realize that over and over, men are always trying to save themselves, and they mess it up every single time. No one can live up to God's standards of morality, and no one can even live up to their own standards of morality. And when it comes to us millennials who believe that as long as we have good intentions, we'll be saved, if we dig deep enough, we'll start to find that our intentions are constantly plagued with selfishness and sinful desires. But the good news is, is that God knew this, and he knew that he had to meet the standards for us. And this is why God loved us so much that he put on human flesh and came into our world and lived the perfect life that we know that we couldn't live so that way our salvation would be judged by the life that he lived rather than the life that we lived and even more he offers that life to us as a free gift 
All we have to do is accept it. So I can relate to Caitlin in that I also believe that I was doing the right thing by being my authentic self, and I believe that God would accept me because I was doing that right thing. But now I know that even if being our authentic self was always a good thing, we aren't saved based on the good things that we do or the life that we live. Instead, we're saved by the good things that Jesus did and by the life that he lived. So if there was only one thing that I could say to Caitlin, it would be that as long as we try to qualify ourselves by what we do, then we will always condemn ourselves by those same standards. We can't work for our salvation because as Paul says, now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as a We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. However, to the one who does not work but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. So it's not by being good that we're saved, because just as Paul just said, God justifies the ungodly, not the godly. It's only by his free gift of grace that we can be saved. And to better understand what I mean, go ahead and check out this video where I talk about how God's grace was shown through this viral video that's been going around on YouTube and what that means for us and our salvation. So go ahead and click on this video and I'll see you over there. But the next. Okay. Okay. Good observation, young man. What's his name? This is on YouTube. I, uh, his, uh, his logo is Wado You Mimi. And I have a couple of question marks. Wado you Mimi. Is he worth subscribing to? I don't know, but I'm going to push subscribe so I can get more of his teaching and see where he goes biblically. But a lot of times I've been listening to Wado you Mimi. He he's qualified. He makes a lot of sense. Qualified I mean as staying uh as biblically as he can when he's interpreted things and he, he's out there. He's another brother that's out there and everything. Okay. All right, you heard that from Catler, Catlin Jenner, formerly known as Bruce Jenner. Now, to your believers, uh, body of Christ, uh, before you start judging and criticizing or condemning Catlin or Bruce for what you just heard, I want you to think about something. And this is this is very seriously. I want you all to think about something before we start criticizing we as myself as well and start condemning. Have you ever been in a situation like that that uh, you wanted to be authentic? Like you kept saying, Catelyn wanted to be authentic. And he was talking about 
you know, he didn't get too much, which is, is a good thing. You know, everybody don't need to know your, your, be in your closet all the time. You know, let the Holy Spirit lead you in that area. That you just wanted to be authentic of some of the decisions you have made. Even though your authenticity was still part of sinning. Now, it might look good to the world, and it might sound, it might sound so righteous to other believers, you know, just like uh, when Catelyn or Bruce Jenner was talking, said she had a conversation with a pastor or his pastor, uh, had a conversation with his pastor. I, I just, I just refuse to call him a her, and I, I just, I'm just going to keep it at him. He was had a conversation with his pastor, and uh, I don't know what his pastor, what advice his pastor gave him. But maybe it has some leading just be real to yourself and be, you know, be uh, true to yourself. And that's what, I'm, I don't know what the past, what kind of advice the pastor gave. So I don't want to speculate and I don't want to put nothing in his pastor's mouth. Because I, I never heard, I don't know his pastor, I don't know what his pastor told him. And, but anyway, he got some advice from his pastor. Maybe it just led to what, the way he think or whatever. Or I don't know, I don't even know what church uh Kathleen or Bruce Jenner go to I don't know what denomination I don't know what fellowship I don't know how they fellowship I know I'm just I just was interesting of knowing how people feel that they what they must do to get to the so-called heavenly places or pearly gates or whatever they want to call it but what I got out of this first of all you know I give a hand clap to that that, that young man's observation uh, very strong and he understand another thing I, I liked about him he understood the grace principle very important. You didn't get into no religiosity or uh, allegories or nothing like that. You must do this three times and all that other uh, false junk that's out there that I, turns my stomach. He talked about grace and he kept it biblical, you know. And I liked it that. But it's not about him. It's not even about Catholic or Bruce being a transgender. It's not even about that. It's about any one of us that think our authenticity or our truthfulness or as we could just say uh, some people used to say and including myself I'm just being real this is just the way I'm real does it make it right because you just being real does that make it right that's the that's the that's the slang I'm just being real I'm just being true and people say yeah man I like being around this person this sister they just being real they just being authentic okay but that does being authentic make you right or make it true all the time or make it the right or, you know, give you the right to say it's okay because you're trying to be authentic. I think I'm, I'm trying to explain this best way I can. This young brother was very articulate. And uh, I like an articulate person when they're speaking the truth and keeping it biblically, okay? But being real. Okay, my point is... My point is, when we choose a certain lifestyle, let me just put it, choose a certain lifestyle, uh, and I'm going to say uh, a lifestyle that's ungodly, is ungodly. And you know deep in your heart or deep in your inner man, uh, your person, you know, I'm not going to say your spirit because most unsaved people's spirits are dead. So they go by their flesh and their feelings. 
and I'm just gonna say you feel that you know it's some type of wrong because you're 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 gonna get some type of anger in that saying you know this is not right because it's it's against morality or against morals, whether it's homosexuality, whether it's doing drugs, whether it's you committing fornication, whether you're looking at pornography, whether you committing adultery, you know, etc. or anything like that, or pedophilia or whatever, you know and it's unmorally. You know it's immoral. You know, you know that. We know that. But at the same time, even though we confront those things and we say I'm just being real, this is the way I am, and just continue to live that type of life, but you going to church and you're praising God and you're reading your Bible, you're trying to study your Bible. And, you, you know, you might be in a marriage or you might not be in a marriage, but you still hold on to these certain lifestyles and these certain addictions. I'm being real. This is real talk because I'm talking about me. I'm talking about myself on top as well. And that's why I'm saying we, you know, because I, I went through that. Sometimes I go through that. And I'm just being real because this is real talk. You know, I'm just being real. I'm not hiding nothing. You know, on this, you know, because I don't want everybody looking at Catelyn of being a transgender. That's not why I'm playing this. I want you to look at yourselves, body of Christ. Look at yourselves. Look at ourselves, body of Christ. What are we trying to justify? And then at the same time say, I'm just being me. I'm just being authentic. I think we all are guilty of that. I know I am. I know I am. And I think a lot of us, if we are real to ourselves... Let's be real to that, okay? Let's be real to that, okay? So, this is a, this has nothing to do... Y'all know it's hard to look over the sad situation with Bruce Jenner, Catelyn Jenner. And I listened, I listened to uh, a few of uh, Catelyn's uh, principles because she's supposed to be running for a certain position, I think governor in California. You know how messed up California is. And... Uh, and I don't think she done too well because this this Newsom guy wind up being governor anyway, and I think it was all you know whatever. I'm not getting into that now. And uh, this Catlin got a strong head on him, and a strong standing on principles when it comes to Republican Party and sometimes somewhat conservative uh, party. Got strong principles what he stand on, you know. Or she stand on, you know, the the confusion. It's with her, not with me, because he's a man. So I'm going to say what he stands on, but I, I you know, I'll I give him respect and call him Catelyn, what he stands on. And, uh, and, uh, but the issue is with, he was saying his struggles, you didn't say what is specific, but I believe it has something to do with his gender. I believe, you know, I can be wrong, but I believe it has something to do with his gender. Well, anyway, that gender going to come into play, whether you're a transgender, whether you're heterosexual, whether you're straight or gay. If you're living an openly or secretly, but I'm just going to say a sinful life, and you just talk to people, just say, yeah, I know. I'm, I live in adultery. I know I got I know I look at pornography, and I know I struggle with that and everything. You know, and I'm just being real. You know, that's just me. You know, you know, I just, I'm just this way. Remember, I done a teaching on that where people was 
was all people wonder. I done a teaching on that uh, on why did God make me this way, and a lot of that, a lot of this is one example. I'm not saying that uh, Bruce Jenner said God made him this way, but at the at the same time, he was really leading toward that way, towards that way of saying he was being authentic. It was almost like just said this is just the way that he's supposed to be. That's what I got out of that. Like I said, I can be wrong, but I believe that young man. Uh, got that out of there, and that young brother, and this is what, when I listen, I, I like to listen to things myself, and then make come up to my own conclusion, not follow no one else's conclusion, I come up with my own conclusion, whether I'm right or wrong, but it's my conclusion, you know, and I research that, you know, and very carefully before I make a judgment on someone, very carefully, you know, I don't come out right all the time, I don't come out wrong most times, but I just make a judgment, so I'm listening to the authentic part, I'm just being authentic. This is just the way I am. You know, this is this is the way I am. So I'm going to continue to live this way, as long as I be good, as long as I do the right things, as long as I treat my my you know people right and different things like that. You know, notice he kept saying, "Hopefully, hopefully God would accept me on the merits of my being good and on the merits of my treating people right, regardless of my lifestyle." Now, you got to learn to read between the lines, regardless of my lifestyle. This is what uh, you know, Kathleen or Bruce Jenner was saying, regardless of my lifestyle. Now, this is what I'm listening to, you know. Okay. The problem with that and what uh, Mr. Jenner or Mr. 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 Kathleen was saying, what this, what this person was saying is, being comfortable, and my brother, we talked about that too. I also made a, 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 a audio on that on connecting the dots. But let me digress. Being comfortable with your sinful lifestyle, you know, but trying to please God at the same time. Married to God, but committing adultery with the devil. That's a point I was making when I done that teaching on that. And that's 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 one of the situations. So uh oh the young man broke down grace and broke down, you know, it got nothing to do with your good works or what you do to please God or whatever like that. It it got to do with a belief system. And when you have a belief system, even though you are saved by grace, now listen to this body of Christ real closely. Even though you are saved by grace don't mean you continue to live and do the things you do. Because it will mess you up on the long run. You will go to heaven, but it will mess you up in the long run if you're struggling and try to get it right. Now, if you're just living a lifestyle openly and sin, I, I, like I said, I question your salvation. Because there's going to be some type of change. You know, you might, you're not going to see no stars or whatever like that or start speaking in tongues. That ain't got nothing to do with the Bible. They don't even understand tongues. That's, I'm going to teach on that one time because I know a lot about that, that, that fake teaching. But I just want to get back to what I was saying. You have to be careful. You have to be careful, Christians. Now, is Bruce Jenner or Kathleen a Christian? I don't know. You know, I don't know if I go back to her lifestyle or his lifestyle. My flesh and my, within me will say, no, it couldn't be. And I'm probably right. But I, I'm just being honest. I don't know. But the way he's living, he might have became a Christian. He might might have laid on down and on. I don't know. I just hope that he has. And get that thing together. You know, he's going to have to deal with God with that. It's nothing that we can do. 
We could talk about it and tell them to uh, rebuke the devil and all this stuff all we want to, you know. But sometimes you could be caught in this situation that is going to just take the hand of God to get you out of it if you sincerely, listen to what I'm saying, if you sincerely believe what his son done for you on that cross and accept his death, burial, resurrection. That's the that's the beginning of your cleansing. That's the uh, beginning of your transformation into a new creature. Okay, so that's what I got out of that, and uh, that's 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 a problem when a person feels that they have to do this works, you know, please God by doing this or whatever, regardless of your lifestyle, regardless how authentic your lifestyle. If you in dabbling in any type of sin, if we are dabbling in any type of sin and we're comfortable with it, but we think we can go around it and do certain good works and everything like that, we're deceiving ourselves. Be not deceived. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal is not mocked for what silver man so if that shall he also reap we are being deceived we think we get away with the sin life by practicing sin I'm not saying you struggling because all of us got struggling habits I got struggling habits and addictions that I don't like I do certain things that's not pleasing to God at all but I don't promote it I don't make it authentic and say that's just part of me I want that thing gone but I struggle with it I want that thing gone but I struggle with it you know and don't, don't worry about what it is and I don't want to know what yours is. But you know, we, some addictions are worse than others. And we, we struggle with certain habits and certain things that's not pleasing to God, you know. But is, we, 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 if we do, let's get some help. Let's seek help. Don't just say, this is part of me and I'm going to always have it because we don't have to. We do certain things that we do. Most of the times, we sin because we like it. It feels good. It feels good. But we hate it and love it at the same time. Let me say that again. We can hate something and love it at the same time. We hate, we love the feeling, but hate the act. Let me put it that way. We love the feeling, body of Christ. You know I'm right, but we hate the act. That's a genuine Christian that's struggling. I'm not talking about somebody that's love it and love it all the time and don't even feel convicted no more. You know, because when you keep doing it, because it's authentic, you become comfortable with it. Okay, okay. Kathleen Jenner, I'm gonna pray for Bruce and Bruce Bruce Jenner. I'm gonna pray that uh, he will get out of that lifestyle. First of all, he gets saved because by his testimony, I can tell he what he he he's not saved. Just by that testimony, this got nothing to do with judging. Just be saying if I do this good and I do that and I do that and hopefully God will do that. That tells me he's not saved because he don't know how to get saved. He don't know the, he don't know the, the steps of being saved. So that's my 
that's my judgment. I can freely judge that on that marriage. I can talk to Bruce and ask him how he got saved or if he's saved. He would probably say that and then I know he's not saved. So I'm going to say he's not saved. Not by him being a transgender. It's just because his testimony of what he think he needs to do to please God. So that's what I'm going to say on that one. Not to condemn him because I want this young man to be saved. I call a lot of old man young man as well. So I'm not confused, you know, to be saved. So, okay. Another topic. Remember, I said this is a this is a uh, a subject, a non-subject subject. So I talked about that, but I want to get into another thing that I uh, that I seen that uh, I kind of heard about, and it has something to do with a, another celebrity. I don't talk about celebrities much because I just don't because they everywhere, and uh, this couple. And I'm going to name them, uh, Will and Jada Pickett-Smith. Will and Jada Pickett-Smith. Now, I'm going to bring up them, not because I'm judging them, you know. and uh, But at the same time, don't get me wrong, because we can judge righteously, but we need to stick that to our brothers and sisters in Christ. The world will be the world. So the reason I'm saying that I'm not judging, not because I'm afraid to say something about it, is because I want you all to understand, well, first of all, we, it's okay to judge righteously, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. But Will and Jada Smith, you know, I don't think they are, they are Christians, you know, because of their, their testimony and because of what they talk about. I can I can just see that, not because I, I can see what they're no more. I can just, woo, see things. It's just because I can listen to a person's conversation, especially when they're talking about lifestyle or God, that just by what they're saying, they don't have Jesus in their life and they are not saved. They're just religious or they're just into their Scientology or whatever like that. So according to what their, their conversations and what I gather, that they are not saved. Not to put them down, but they're not saved. They need to be saved. Well, anyway, uh, Will and Jada Pickett-Smith. I've been hearing rumors uh, quite a few years ago that they had some uh, of an open marriage. Uh, I got some way of a uh, a concept of what an open marriage means. It's not hard to figure out. That means you, you can sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. You know, Some of them, I believe, it's okay to sleep with somebody else as long as you don't do it in your own home and do it in the bed, whatever. You know, whatever it is, it's, it's very sick, you know. A lot of things we do are sick, but I'm just going to talk about this particular sick thing. But uh, this guy was uh, showing this video of Will interviewing his own wife, Jada, about why, not so much of the why she committed adultery because there is marriage. That's the only way you commit adultery in a marriage. Fornication is outside of marriage. But why did she commit adultery? You know, it was so much the why or the what made you do it. And uh, even in an open, I'm listening to this interview. I'm not going to get into teaching of open marriage. That, that takes too long. And plus, it's not even worth even getting into a long, a long subject on that, you know, you know. But anyway, uh, Will was asking about I'm not be saying it word for word because I like to be correct. You know, I like to misquote what people say. And I wish I had the tape. I would have put it on there like I've done this one. Because I like to, I like for my listener to hear people say it for themselves. Not so much try to, because I can, I can make a mistake. Well, anyway, uh, Will was questioning her about the why, you know, she done it. And she was coming up with, 
mainly was focused on the way I feel. Just like Catelyn, Bruce, Catelyn Jenner was saying, you know, it made me feel this way. It made me feel better. It made me make them feel better. Now, the them was the one that she slept with, I guess, is what she was saying. You know, made them feel better and blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, I'm looking at Will Smith's face, you know. And I, I, I check out faces and I check out body languages. I have learned to do that, you know, and uh, far as that. Because we all give our, give, we, if I'm having a conversation using our body language, if we paying attention and our expressions will give ourselves away, even though we saying something different, our body language is saying something, the truth. Our body language tells the truth sometimes, you know. Whether it's right or wrong, you know. Well, anyway, I was looking at uh, Will Smith's face. And he kept saying, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Even though she was explaining expressionly with her hands, like I do. I do a lot of explaining expression, knocking everything over with my hands. And he was, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. You know, like it was, yeah, I understand. But at the same time, I'm looking at hurt. I'm looking at his ass to me. And it was like he was hurt and he, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. Now, how true is that open marriage? I don't know too much details about that. You know, sometimes I looked into it just, you know, sometimes the flesh. Just being nosy. You know, I ain't going to say it's because of the God left. It's just being, come on, Christians, let's be real sometimes. We need we need to get this together. Sometimes it's the flesh, and which is not good, you know. But anyway, you know, I was I was, I was was looking into that. And uh, I was looking at Will, Will Smith's face. And I was, not so much what she was saying, but his reaction. What I got out of that, he wasn't really getting, he wasn't feeling that, even though it was an act. I didn't listen, I didn't see the whole interview, so I can't say. I didn't see, I was going to look into that and, sh- and let my fiance listen to that. And uh, we talked about it. And, but, you know, and I was just listening. To that. Well, anyway, this is not, this is not even about Will and Jada. It's about, I'm talking, I talked about Kathleen, and I'm talking about Will and Jada. It all come down to the way I feel. This is the way I think. Because I feel this way. Uh, I think this is right. I, I listen to a lot of conversations a lot. And I hear all this, I, 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 I think this. This is the way I feel. We do a lot of things because of feelings. You know, if I'm committing sin, I don't like it. But I do it because it feels good. Or I feel it's okay at the time to please that flesh. And the Bible said we don't got no business pleasing the flesh. We don't owe the flesh nothing. But we do it sometimes because it makes us feel better. Come on, let's be real. This is real talk. It makes us feel better. Let's get this truth out now, okay? And so, yes, a lot of us Christians need to watch that because we do that as well. You know, a lot of us do that as well. Well, anyway. There's a there's a remedy to that. There's an antidote to that. You know, we just learn how to submit and get more to God's word. We watch what we look at. We watch who we hang around or something like that. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, it's sad. I ride the bus a lot. You know, I don't drive a lot because I have bad eyes. You know, so my drive is not as good because of my bad eyes and everything. So I don't trust my drive. I, I can't see very well. Especially on one of my eyes, I got glaucoma. So I ride the bus a lot, you know, you know. And I, it's a certain bus line I, I, I can't stand riding because when I get on that bus or I get on that train, you know, it's always 
I'm around that atmosphere of cussing. They get to smoking pot and loud whatever on the trains. You know, you know, you know, you don't know what you're gonna run into. You know, and it's just so sad. And the sad thing about it is mostly my race is mostly blacks. You know that I, you know, and I'm knocking my own race, but man, we need to get it together, man. You know, we we can't knock nobody else, man. We we destroy ourselves. We don't need the white man or the Caucasian, whatever you call them. You know. You know, destroying us out. We do that enough. We do. We destroy ourselves just enough, man. We sell each other drugs. We talk about each other. We take. We sleep with each other's women, and we, you know, we have abortions left and right. And I mean, you know, we can't blame nobody but ourselves for destroying our own race. You know, but this is not about race. This is about a situation, and this is another topic. I'm not talking about what happened with a. Catlin uh, Jenner or with Will, everything about feelings and where I feel, you know, they feel which way they get, they, they're way to, uh, they do things because of the way they feel, you know, mostly uh, sinners and, and, you know, and, and some Christians, you know, a lot of Christians do things because it makes them feel better and they feel that it's right. It's not lined up with God's word, but they feel, we feel that it's okay, you know. But anyway, <laughs> this is another topic. Letting yourself just fall in, into a reprobate. So what are you talking about, reprobate? The Bible talks about a reprobate. You can get, you can leave yourself in a reprobate mind. What I mean by that, I'm talking about the unsaved, because I don't believe a Christian would, could fall into a reprobate mind because we're covered by the blood. We might have our issues, or we might run into things that uh, it's not pleasing and we might struggle with things but never a reprobate a reprobate person when you just decide to just say forget I'm going to live the way I live because this is me this is back to authenticity this is just the way I am you know I'm going to continue I'm always a drug I, I, I came out a drug addict I'm going to always be a drug addict because mom left me or dad left me, or I've been abused, whether physically or molestingly, I've been abused and everything, and that's very sad, you know, it's very sad, and or, I, or this happened with me, or I done this, or this struggle with that, or whatever like that, and uh, this, I'm just being authentic, and I'm, I'm going to continue to rebel, because certain things happen to me, that's what I'm talking about, I'm going to rebel, because certain things happen to my life, and, and this is, I became a monster. I'm not saying they're saying that, but this is what most people's thoughts are, you know. But when you look at the younger generation, the millennials, the younger generation, not the uh, the baby boomers on the uh, Generation X, you know, they, they have enough enough experience to even try to claim that. Not saying it's right, why they struggle and why they choose to be reprobate and live a certain life and, and ain't thinking about God and none of that. I'm not saying they can't get saved, but most reprobates is not thinking about God. They will never accept God. That's just real. I just know they'll never accept God because they're reprobate and they just gave them lives over, you know. They don't have to sell their soul to the devil. They didn't already, they, they ain't no selling. They just gave it away free. You know, they just gave it away free. But I'm I'm talking about the millenniums, the, the 10 and the 12s and the 15 and 20 years olds just, just gave up. And I know his reasons why. I, I know that I'm not. I'm not that naive. I'm not that gullible. You know that. You know I know his reasons why. I game banged. I done some things or whatever like that. You know, and uh, far as that. But you know, you know. Thank God that uh, by His grace, I, I decided to just change my ways. I'm not all the way where I want to be, but I'm not like I used to be. I know a lot of y'all heard that before, but I'm just being sincere because that's a true saying. Well, anyway, 
when I'm on that bus or out there in the world, most of the the turmoil and the havoc is from mostly, I'm going to say most, not all, is the young people. What is happening to our young people, man? What is happening to our young people? They just openly sin like it's nothing. They just, wow, you know, and this is not a knock on being mad at young people. But, man, I got to admit, man, you know, when I get on that train or whatever like that, if I have some type of concern or fear, it's that I don't want no young people coming on there because it's like wild weeds, man. They like wild weeds, and it's sad, you know. And I know a lot of them got to do with uh, babies having babies. Their parents are young. They parents that left them or some of them into drugs or whatever like that. But I'm not going to say all of them. No, some of them have decent parents, but they got in the wrong crowd. And their parents might then look out. You can't watch everything your child do. Sometimes they're going to choose their own role. And it has nothing to do with your upbringing or you upbringing them up because you brung them up the best way you can, you know. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each. You'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. But they still, some of them, a lot of them would choose to go a certain route because they got other teachers out there and they got other parents out there besides you that's teaching them other ways. So, I, you know, it's that out there too. So I like to look at it broadly and everything like that. I know of situations and stuff like that. But uh, this just telling me how sinful and reprobate people have chose to be. My emphasis is on reprobate because, you know, I'm not saying I see this young man. I think I've seen this young man a couple of times on the train. And he has a real deep racist problem. Now, he wouldn't say he's racist because he's black. You know, he, I, I, you know, people think only white people could be racist. I understand why, but uh, I've done a teaching on that, but I'm not going to get into that now. But this is just one of my rants I'm going on on one of my subjects, or a subject, you know, about a subject, a non-subject. And this one has to do with just, you know, this young man seemed like he had a, he have a, te- he have a problem with another race. I think I said, I could be talking about someone else, but I see, I think I see him on the train three times. The first time I seen him walk on the train, the young man kind of skinny. I didn't know how old he was then. And had long braids, because most of the young black men, they all wear these braids now, just like a lot of black women wear these extensions and this fake hair. I guess they're not too cool with their authentic hair. I don't know. That's another story. But anyway, he was on this train, and he was uh, walked past, and there was a, 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 a Caucasian or a white guy, and we was going towards the south side, you know, towards, you know, my area, because I live on the south side of Chicago. And it was this Caucasian guy, this white guy on there, and he was the only white guy on that train because the further south you go, you know, mostly everybody is black. You know, you go further north, it changed to Hispanic and then to Caucasian, to white. And, you know, for some reason, and I know the reason, that you, you have less fear when you're going north instead of going south. And that's another sad thing. You go more towards your inner neighborhoods, and you, you have more fear then because more of the crimes happen there. I'm not saying why. But I'm just saying, it does happen. You have more fear and you have to be more conscious of what's around you. 
than going on the north. I'm not saying no crime happened on the north, but there are more. You have more police. You have more people that's more respectful, and I'm just being real, more respectful, and you have you, you just feel more safer than you do on the uh, on the south side and on the west side. You feel more safer. Well, anyway, that's why I don't like riding the red line. Now we'll be doing more left laws, willing, you know, or going to work or back to work. You know, my goal is not to work at all, so I have to deal with none of that. But some things you have to deal with. You can never get away from the world. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I seen this young man and uh. He walked and he, uh, everybody probably that was on that notices it wasn't the only white guy on there. We can't help but notice that, you know. And I just felt, is he know he do we know he going the right way? I'm, I'm gonna close this, but I just want to make a point. Do he know he going the right way? Uh, because you know, I helped somebody else before they didn't know they was going the right way. It was this white couple, and I told him, you know, I think it'd be safer for them to get out because they're going to the neighborhood they don't want to go. I'm that's just me, I'm going to help you out, you know, but uh. He got the, he was riding, and this this tall skinny guy was selling drugs. They call it Lau, whatever new new squares and Lau's walked past him and looked at him and just started, the black guy stopped pointing at his own skin. What he was saying is, "You white? What are you doing?" It was almost like he wasn't saying it verbally or audibly, but he was pointing on his skin like, "What are you doing on here?" Because he was white. That's what I got out of it. And he wanted everybody to make a response too, but you know, act like I didn't see him. I see you, but I act like I don't see you. So he went on the other side, you know. Okay. The second time I was on the train, I seen this same tall, skinny guy. And there was this Indian guy on the other side. These are true stories now. I'm going to get to my point. He walked past, and I don't know if it was an accident. I wasn't sure, so I can't say. But. It didn't look like an accident because he, he really bumped into this Indian guy really hard. You know, it didn't bump into me because that made me jump and turn around. But he, he, he bumped into this Indian guy very hard. It was a very hard the way he bumped into this Indian guy. And uh, and he said, oh, you all right? You all right? It didn't seem sincere to me. You know, it, it just didn't seem sincere when he says that, you know. And the Indian guy was upset. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't say nothing else. He didn't want to get in no confrontation because he knew he was, I don't know why, but he just didn't get into no confrontation. I don't want to speculate. But the guy kept walking and stopped again, trying to provoke the Indian guy. You sure you all right? Why He kept asking the guy, was he all right? Like he wanted the Indian the guy to say something mad or angry so they give him a reason to go off or something. That's what I discerned from this 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 guy. So he went on a walk and he started cussing and saying this. That's the second time. Now, uh, today, the second, this is October 2nd. Today, the same guy was on the red line. I kind of peeped him. And he complaining again about race. Talking about they, them, them. A lot of young people always talk about they, those people. I know he's talking about, he's talking about white people or any other race. But mainly the Caucasian people. That's how much the blacks, have, the young blacks have bought into this race thing, this race you know, systemic racism, all that's out there. I'm not saying that's why him, but he's evidently he has to be around a lot of that. You know, and he was just talking about white people, you know, that's the way they are. They trying to do this, they trying to do this, they trying to whatever like that. And I'm like getting, oh, here we go again. I'm getting frustrated. I'm saying, man, let's just don't come down here by me, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear that garbage and something. I'm just, I'm just getting frustrated, you know. You know, and he's just talking, and he's just talking, talking to this other man, and they they just shaking their hand. He talking about the woman. See, that's the way y'all is. Even if y'all gay and blah, 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 y'all blah. I don't, he was saying something crazy. It wasn't making no sense, but he thought he was sounding intelligent. 
And then one person, a guy asked him, how old are you? He sounded like he said 20. And I looked up, and he looked about 40. No, he don't look that old. I just said about 30, you know. He looked older than 20. But when he said, I'm 20. And he's, he's talking like he got all his knowledge and experience about the white world and white gays this way and why we've been treated this way and why this. Man, you're 20 years old, so I can tell you, you've been taught this stuff. You never experienced it. You've been taught this stuff. This is what you're around. This is what you hear. This is what you listen to. So you just talking about this is where the world is. You know, I'm not going to change. This is where it is. We got to do this. We got to start this. We got to start doing this. You know, just, you know, uh, it was just, man, here's another one, man. Reprobate, man. He's only 20. I don't mean the way you're going is just sadly to say, man, you know, usually they don't last long, man, because he always running and cussing and confrontational. He's a very, he seems like a very confrontational person. So I don't even give him eye contact, man, because I don't want no reaction from me, you know, off, the, off these clowns that does that, you know. Well, anyway, this is what the world has come to. The blacks, the young blacks, always talk about racism now. They never experienced it. Whites never really treated them wrong, but they've been programmed to hate whites, programmed to think our race is so more important than any other race, programmed to think that we are victims, you know, okay? That's the program of most of the young black generations and everything. And so their excuses, that, that why they do they what they do is always an excuse because the white man got me this way. So I'm going to choose to be this reprobate. I'm going to rebel because the white man got like that. We got to fight our way out of this stuff. You know, I'm just not saying that they are saying that, but this is their attitude. This is their mentality. Well, anyway, this is the brainwashing that's going on in this world. This is the brainwashing, you know, and that's part of my rent today. What you gonna do about it? I can't do nothing about it but pray. All I can do, all I can say is just keep getting God's word out there, because some things is just not going to change. I don't go out there marching and do none of that stuff. Maybe I should do something, but I don't. The young man asked me, "Did I was I interested when I was talking about the guardian angels? Am I interested in doing the guardian angels?" I said, "I would never say never." But that's nothing, you know, I do radio, I do podcasts, and he talked to me and everything. I said, I never say never, and really I never, because there's certain things I would like to get into to, to be a kind of a solution to some of this, this this stupidity that's going on, you know, especially with the millennium. So I never say never, you know, and everything like that, but it's nothing I was interested in, but I would never say never, you know, some things I can get, I'm not so fed up that I'm going to do anything, but it's still certain things I think I can reach out and do to help. You know, but right now my, my 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 help is right here on this platform to win people's souls, to get people saved. That's my platform right now. A lot of these things doesn't make me angry. Yes, I'll be lying if I say it don't. It makes me angry. It makes me frustrated. And I just got to say, Lord, help me to not being frustrated because I come grouchy and I come I get an attitude because of all this stuff going around. You know, so. I don't want to get to the point that I'm trying to avoid a lot of things because of the way this world is. I just got to keep myself prayed out and prayed up and keep getting God's word out. Okay, I'm going to let that go right there. Those was my rant today, talking about people feeling like they need to do things to get to heaven. Catlin Jenny, you know, uh, Will and Jada Pickett-Smith, you know. The, the reprobates, you know, the sinful world have people just doing whatever they want to do and like they're going to live forever and, you know, and like the consequences going to be settled, whatever. They don't talk about heaven. They don't even talk about hell because they have no type of 
reality of what's going on in their lives or around them. You know, their life is this short. It's a bullet that close to some of their heads or other things, you know, uh, overdose or whatever. It's that close or whatever right there to a lot of certain people. But they don't even think about that. It's just so sad. Lord, we just we just need your help. Okay. The encouraging part is to the listeners, you still have a chance. If you're not saved, you still have a chance to give your life to Christ. Trust Jesus Christ as your Savior by believing that he died for your sins and he rose again. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. Okay? Now, I'm not going to, I'm going to leave this with encouraging news. That's very encouraging. The end is not here. We're not in the tribulation. God's wrath is not happening now. No matter what's going on, God's wrath is not happening now. There's a lot of false stuff going on. They're going on with this poking and jabbing and mandates, and there's a lot of things going on that I'm not pleased with. But I know this is not God's wrath. God is still on the throne. I always say that. And remember, God is still on the throne. Let's encourage each other, body of Christ. Let's get out of these fake churches. Yep, I went there. Let's get out of these fake churches. If you hear the plane going by, I'm in a studio right now in my garage. And it's a plane going by, but it's much better than what I used to do, okay? Let's get out of these fake churches. Let's seek the true teaching of God's word. Let's fellowship with each other in the way that we can learn from each other by studying God's words, okay? Let's be real. Let's be real, okay? Let's really search God. Let's be soul winners, real soul winners, you know, by the heart. Not by the mouth, but by the heart, okay? So if you're not saved, saved from what? You need to be saved from the wrath of God. He took care of your sins. If you're not saved, trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, and I'm going to leave you here. Believe that Jesus died for your sins. But you got to believe that you was a sinner, first of all. If you don't believe that you was a sinner, then you're going to be wondering, what do I need to be saved from? You need to be saved from the wrath of God. Your sins have been dealt with. You need to be saved from the wrath of God that's coming upon you. It's, it's, really, it's really coming, you know. I think we're close. I don't know how close because the rapture is not predicted. It's not prophesied. But it can happen any moment, any hour, any second, you know. Are you ready? If you're an unbeliever listening to me, are you ready? So trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Where you at now? You don't have to try to find a church. You might not even make it to the church. You need to trust Jesus Christ and believe that he died for your sins and trust him in him in that. If you need more information after you trust him, please give me a call. Leave a message at my number, area code 217-900-9017. That's area code 217-900-9017 or just... Email me. I'll give you my email to get in contact with me at Joseph Brownlee Real Talk at gmail.com. That's Joseph Brownlee, J O S E P H B R O W N L E E Real Talk at gmail.com. One more time J O S E P H B R O W N L E E all together, no hyphens. Joseph Brownlee Real Talk at gmail.com. Just send me an email. You want to shoot to me, you want to talk to me personally, just let me know. We could talk. Whatever it's going to take to get you saved or after you saved, just grow in Christ. And we'll, I'll just, just go for there and try to, I'll try to find you or connect you with a church to go to. I don't have a church. You know, I am the church. And I just do ministry, you know, in my personal uh, situation. But I do Bible study from Connecting the Dots on the radio. So just remember that you have me. I'm there for you. Just call the number or, you know, email me if you just need 
some further guidance or just want to pray or whatever like that. I'm here for you, okay? God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Real Talk. I thank you for listening to my rant. I thank you for giving me an ear and giving me another time. This is the Body of Christ, Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Thank you all. Give yourself a hand. I really appreciate it. Here, hand clap. Give them. Clap for them, people. Yes. Thank you. God bless y'all. I love y'all. Okay, my time is up. This is Joseph Brownlee, Real Talk. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Peace out. Get ready for the next topic and everything. I'll keep you all posted on different topics and subjects. If you have anything you want to talk about, just shoot that, shoot an email to me or just give me a call. God bless y'all. Peace out. Joseph Brownlee, Real Talk. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.